0: Welcome back to Lesson Six of Trust the Story. You know it's been a it's been a good ride, and uh, I've enjoyed yeah, teaching absolutely. with you, Billy. Yeah. Billy, Billy has these nuggets of information that most of us forget, and so it's been a, a pleasure uh, sitting here with you and talking through things. We've seen how people have trusted the story of God Right uh, is working in their life as they joined his story mm-hmm. And and that, that application still a lot for us today Today we kind of look at things a little different Right uh, We we go to a guy's life that encouraged other people to trust the story Right uh, It's but a little little obscure guy It's a, Yeah, he yeah, is a But bit. He, he keeps popping up in different up. places yeah. mm-hmm. And boy, we like him We like him so much uh, You know Following Jesus uh, by design is done in community, Mm -hmm. and that is really why we're sitting here talking and videoing this for a uh, A online audience audience. and live stream audience because uh, a pandemic forced people to not be in community to isolate, and so there had to be some creative ways in order to connect together, Mm -hmm. and we see that early on in the in the Christian community, and Mm -hmm. and I think it's, too, by nature, by design, being in the image of God, that we crave connection. Mm -hmm. Well, here's a guy that was very encouraging to others, very special guy to many people in the early Christian community. So so special that they gave him a nickname, and his nickname was Barnabas, Barnabas, which means... Son of Encouragement. Son of Encouragement. We forget his real name, which was Joseph, Mm -hmm. but he was such a... uh, a special guy that uh, to the apostles and many in that early Christian community. We're going to look at his story today in Acts chapter four. Uh, it's where we're the first time we meet him. And speaking of stories, mm-hmm. I want, we want to remind everybody that uh, if you if you miss the, the special announcement, we would like to hear your story. Because we know there are a lot of people out there like the people that we have talked about. And like Barnabas today mm-hmm. who are speaking life into other people. And we want to hear your story. So yeah. email them in. Yeah, we, we, we like testimonies here. Yeah. We really do. So, I mean, it doesn't have to be a testimony.
1: It just needs to be a story. Tell yeah. us what's happened to you. How has Jesus
0: changed your life? And, awesome. that, and that is the beautiful thing because, as Mike Kellett often says... We get the encouragement, but God always gets the glory. That's right, in in everything, and He's the one that takes uh, our mess, which is often the set around, makes with, it a message. message. Yes. And so that's what we want to invite you to share with us. First time we see Barnabas is in Acts chapter four. Uh, I'll read that Go for ahead. us. There, starting verse thirty-two. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. So this is a very vibrant, growing community where they met people's needs as they, as they needed it. Uh, there was no needy person among them. Man, I wish that was the case today. Yeah, absolutely, because, yeah. Uh, for from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them and brought the money from the sales and put them at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone as they had need. Now, before we get into our guy here, uh, let's understand a little bit uh, about why there was a need. Um, you, you get this idea that this, we're in Acts chapter 4. Mm-hmm. Acts chapter 2, of course, was the big day. 3,000 people were baptized into Christ. There's this Christian community that started. And as it's grown... Well, all these people were what nationality? Jews. Jews. Mm -hmm. And that was a very close-knit community. Well, as they're claiming Jesus was the Messiah and this Jewish leadership doesn't agree with them, what does the Jewish leadership in the synagogue and the temple have the power to do? Kick them out. Kick them out. Yeah. So their livelihood, their family, their connection, their source of, of support oftentimes is jeopardized. And so it it, it creates a, a time of dependence on the Christian community for survival, mm-hmm. and the Christian community stepped up and said, "We're going to take care of it." I have an abundance. I'll sell what I need. What what I sell what I don't have, or what I have and don't need, or use, or is extra to me, and I'll bless you with it. And that principle is still true today. Right, uh, that happens, and and it's a beautiful thing we see in Christianity. So introduce our guy here, Uh, Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. So Barnabas was doing what everybody else was doing. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting. There's a couple of things. uh, Well, first, what what does that say about his character?
1: He cared about other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's amazing to watch people who walk by other people and don't don't see the need. Right. Uh, but there's something about that Christian character that sees. It's really as we grow, we adopt the eyes of Jesus, and we see past maybe what's outside, and we see the heart of the person. Right. And I tell you what, I I struggle with that sometimes. Oh sure, I'm sure we all. Do. I mean, I really yeah. really do, and. And it's something I work on because, I don't know, you always worry about being taken advantage of or you're just not real sure what to do or how to help. Or, But sometimes there's those times where you're just drawn in. Mm-hmm. And that was a guy like Barnabas. And, was, and sometimes
1: it's based on just our upbringing and the things we've had to deal with in the past. I exactly. know your past. Yeah. And so, you know, it's... I mean, we don't have to go into all that right now. Right, right? Yeah. yeah. And
0: it's so, so you just worry about that. You right. worry, okay, I may need this. Do I give this away? Sure. Or, uh, But at the end of the day, it comes down to, well, what if they take advantage of me? That's really, that's, that's on them. And that's not the, up to us. That's side. right. Yeah. Ours is to give mercy um, right. and to those who need mercy and let the Lord work all that. Absolutely. And that's the, I think we see that in his character. A, a couple of things here. He says that he was from Cyprus. Mm-hmm. So he was a Jewish person from Cyprus, which was the an island off of uh, what is that? The, the right there in the Middle East. What is modern day Turkey mm-hmm. and and uh, right there east. What is that? Yeah, west of of what is now Syria. Or, Let's get
1: Tommy Perkins in. Yeah,
0: get a Tommy in here for that yeah. for figuring all that out. But right there, where Israel and Jordan all that mm-hmm. is today. But if, if you look in the back, you can see that's just a little island there. And it says he was a Levite. And who do we know? Well, what, where, what group came from the Levites? Well, the, 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 all the people that were the civil servants in the Jewish community. Exactly. Yeah. So by, by just the Levites and some of the Levites became high priests, mm-hmm. the Levites, just their tribe was designed to take care of people. Right. And so maybe part of this in his upbringing, the very fact that he lived on Cyprus but not in the Israeli community was he was probably part his name was part of a dispersion probably of the Jews that happened in the between the you know, intertestament period sure. there and so he had this more worldly view that sounds terrible but more of a, a a broader view of what his religion was and how it touched maybe a gentile world instead of being caught in this uh, Judean world right. that was just oh we're the Jews and nobody else is we're the only ones making it here we're, uh, he had a broader view so maybe his, his heart was a little bit bigger just by his tribe, his upbringing his experience in life but whatever it was there was something special about him and that's the first place we see him that he's selling something he's got he's laying at the apostles feet in Jerusalem and taking care of things mm-hmm. uh, a good guy obviously it wasn't anything like
1: Ananias and Sapphira.
0: Well, you know, and that's a that's a great point because that that leads it to the to the question the, the of next, why the next chapter. The next chapter. Why is why is that even mentioned there? Just introduced to a great guy? Well, yeah, but also when you look at the next chapter and you obviously
1: have, his heart was in the right place, and where th- theirs
0: wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, they're lying to the apostles. If you're going yeah. to lie, don't lie to people who just have a direct connection yeah, to God that in, way. Yeah, because in the next
1: chapter, there's a couple that sell a field just like he did, mm-hmm. and they come back like they're really giving all the the money to the church to to the needy, but they were holding back some for themselves, right. and, and so they were being a little deceptive. Um, and and they paid for it with their lives. Boy, did they ever! You know, they yeah, read happened. it.
0: It's yeah, it'll uh, it, it, it you see the the comparison of hearts there. Right. And it really does show what kind of heart in giving and yeah, trusting they, they, the story that Barnabas had. Yeah, he was They were kind of doing it for show. Exactly. You know? Yeah, they were trusting their own story. Right. Uh, my story gets me, like them, in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. So the second meeting we have in, is in Acts chapter 9. Now, Acts chapter 9, uh, we sometimes miss this little section in here because the beginning of Acts chapter 9 is, of course, about... Saul's conversion. Yeah. This guy who was, where we find, the first time we see him is in Acts chapter 7 at the stoning of Stephen. Stephen, And Mm -hmm. he's giving approval. And next thing you know, he's the Jewish hitman taking all these people in custody who are claiming to be Christians. And we get that blinded by the light moment on the road to Damascus. And Saul is now converted. Right. So... Here is, here's this guy who is
1: the thorn in the side of all the early church. Right. And he's converted. And they're all scared of him still because they don't, they're not sure about all that.
0: Exactly.
1: Here's this guy who's been out persecuting Christians, throwing them in jail, probably having them killed, flogged, whatever. And he's converted. And, you know, the apostles are kind of like, oh, wait a minute. Are we sure we want to
0: accept this guy in? Well, and that's exactly what's happening that's here right. in Acts uh, chapter nine, verse twenty-six. Right. Um, it says, when he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he was really a disciple. Well, he could have
1: been putting up a front.
0: He's an hey, Yeah,
1: I'm gonna infiltrate their ranks, and I'm gonna find out who all's in charge here.
0: Which gave me. I, I oh, I get it. Yeah. Because it gives you. I mean, if here's a guy that is willing to come in and have the authority to imprison and possibly even kill people or have people killed, mm-hmm. uh, if not directly in some vicarious way to influence and make that happen, it shows I think their char- their idea of his character was he's deceptive and he will do anything at any sure. cost sure. to make this happen to the point of being... Double agent. Right,
1: you know. right. That's what I'm thinking. And, and then here comes Barnabas. They kind of
0: smooth things over. Oh, I love bit. it. I love Read verse 27, okay. chapter 9. Uh,
1: but Barnabas took him, Saul, and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly in the name of Jesus.
0: Now, you know, we all, need, we all need somebody to stand up for us. Sure. He had his back. Um, he had his back. And that is whenever, when and I've been there, we've all been there at some point where here's a guy who needed defending. And I think it shows where, again, Barnabas's character of, all right, I'm going to sell this and put this at the apostles' feet. Here's a guy that needs mercy. I'm going to show mercy. Mm -hmm. Who am I to withhold mercy that God has shown mercy to? Mm -hmm. And said, let me tell you what happened. I verify. I stand with Paul. We all need that guy in our corner. We all need those people in our corner to speak life, to encourage, to to be our cheerleader uh, Mm -hmm. at some level. And and Paul, the great apostle, needed it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so... Read re verse twenty-eight, and, so, and you see
1: what happened. So Saul stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord.
0: So obviously they went with they went with what Barnabas said. Sure, he influenced them, swayed them over. I'm sure they they're like, okay, come on in, but sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Don't, and Barnabas must we're have. We're walking out of the room backwards. While watching you know, Barnabas you.
1: must have had a little little credit with him. You know, he yeah. must have had a little
0: you know something. So that they trust his his word. That's a great point. Because if I don't know somebody, but, and they come to my door, and I say, hey, can I help you? Hey, yeah, Billy Loveland's a friend of mine. Oh, okay. All of a sudden, sure. guards down. Uh, and right. he said that I could use your, possibly to check with you. I got a low tire. You said, said you had an air compressor. Oh, yeah, come on in, buddy. I'll help you sure. out. Um, because... If you vouch for him, I'm good with that. Right. Uh, and so Barnabas, he, you know, he had he had that character up here mm-hmm. uh, with these guys, that kind of credibility with with them, and and therefore he could do that. I wonder what would have happened if Barnabas hadn't stood with Paul. I'm sure he would have gone off and done his thing. He it it worked out, yeah. Yeah. but. I think we just never know the, the power um, of our encouraging words. Sure. Encouraging people. Look, you guys trust the story. Mm-hmm. Trust the story that God is working with this life. Uh, it, 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 when we speak that life, when we stand with people, when we encourage, mm-hmm. we never know uh, how it's going to shift or turn somebody's thinking our vision or their life in a, in a direction we never could have thought of, ever.
1: Well, did you did you get a birthday card from Robert Dixon every year? Oh, look, Robert Dixon he, was he, the king. You just got to know who Robert Dixon is. Yeah. Like Robert that. Dixon
0: was uh, part of our church. Uh, died this last mm-hmm. year. Um, he and his sweet wife Bertha. They had. They were the the encouragement. The encouragement. They were. Yeah. In fact, it was called the they Barnabas Project. Of That's right. And and they would send. It didn't matter who you were but they were you received a birthday card from them and my and kids would get them and go
1: who, now who are these people and i said great great folks from church you know
0: and they were uh they before covid uh they were part of our greeter team uh-huh. that was that was was at the back door and they were by choice at the back door and and so that's when i came up with hey back door guests are the best there you Eddie, go. You, you know, when you come to my house where do you go Back door, back door. That's right. yeah. I mean, if you go, if you knock, if you're ever at my house, come to the back door because if you knock on the front door, I'm kind of peeking to see who's there. Because <laughs> if you know us, you're at the back door. Back I, door I think door. You came
1: to my house at, at the back door the other day. Yeah, I yeah, did. That's right. Yeah,
0: I hit every door. There you go. I hadn't hit a window, but I'll. Uh, I've hit every door. You've hit every door I got too. But it's, but
1: yeah, this guy would oh, send a birthday man. card to everybody in the church every year. Great you know, guy. Great guy. And King just, of
0: encouragement. That's right. Uh, for sure. He and I taught a class together many years ago, and the title of it was Be Ready to Give for All Believers. Oh, that's cool. And he came up with the title, and we talked yeah. about encouragement and how to do that. It was yeah. one of my fondest memories of teaching, uh, other than this one, oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, this one ranks right up there. There you with, go. Uh, teaching with... makes me feel good. There you go. I'm here for you. Uh, you're encouraging <laughs> me, Barnabas. You know, our third meeting uh, that we see, Barnabas, is mm. in Acts chapter 11. Um, I'll read this part in chapter 11, verse 19. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution in connection with Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch telling the message uh, only to Jews. Now, it's interesting. Persecution happens and they have to leave. I mean, it it takes off. It gets bad. We've got to get out of here. But as they did, they went and told people what got them persecuted. Mm -hmm. Why did you have to leave Jerusalem? We're talking about Jesus. At some point, worldly logic tells you, we got you in trouble in Jerusalem. Don't go to some other town and get yourself in trouble. Get in the witness protection program and lay low and be quiet. (laughs) No, they were in the witness proclamation uh, thing, not the protection. They were witnesses that proclaim. And they went as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch. Where was Barnabas from? Cyprus. Cyprus. Mm-hmm. So they went into those communities, and they told Jews only at this point. Um, and, and there's an important thing here uh, we'll, keep, we'll get to in a minute. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news about the Lord Jesus the Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. Now, the difference is they started telling the gospel, proclaiming the gospel, not just to Jews but to Gentiles as well, which right. was God's plan. Right, first to the Jews and to and the, then to the Gentiles. The the right. And but if you're if you're of Jewish persuasion, it's one of those. Oh yeah. What you're talking about Willis moments. And you're just not real sure what to do with these new Gentile people coming in. News of this reached the ears of the church in Jerusalem. And they sent Barnabas to Antioch. And when he arrived, he saw the evidence of the grace of God. He was glad, encouraged, and encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. And this is what it says. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith. And a great number of people were brought to the Lord. So so if you could picture this, Jerusalem is down here. Mm-hmm. Cyprus is over here where he's from. And Antioch is right here. It's just up in that northwest corner area, right on mm-hmm. the coastal area. And it really, as persecution happened down here, it spread. And that became a hub for Christians and Gentile Christians. Barnabas goes up there. They're like, hey, Barnabas. Pack your bags Go up there And let's check out And see what's going on Yeah But let me tell you something It's a great thing mm-hmm. the, the word is coming To Gentiles too In fact he stayed for a while And they sent him Because they trusted As you said earlier mm-hmm. They trusted He had some credibility with them And knew that he would be honest and, and give a A true report Also He was familiar with the people Yeah He was from that area you know, Cyprus, Antioch being right there. He was familiar with the people and, and, and knew the culture in that area. Uh, a very interesting thing happens next, though. Uh, read, read verse 25, and I guess that's 26,
1: too. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul. And when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch.
0: So there's a lot of cool things happening. Tarsus is just right up the road. That's where Saul's from. And that's where Saul's from. And where he had gone back to after his time in Jerusalem, you read all that story, they had been threatening him, so they got him out of town, and he was up there for a while. And Barnabas remembered where he was. He said, you know what, there's an opportunity here that like no other. So he goes, and Barnabas is one of those early on disciples, to use that term, of Paul. And teaches him all these things, as Paul is learning too. And encourages him, and the church uh, grows. Uh, uh, and what's ironic about that to me is,
1: then he goes on these missionary journeys with mm-hmm. him, Paul. Mm-hmm. And you hear about Paul and Barnabas, but Paul usually seems like the, the, the guy out front. Yeah. And Barnabas is almost like he has his back, but mm-hmm. he, you don't hear too much about Barnabas being the, the spokesman or anything.
0: No, you really don't. And, 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 and
1: I'm thinking he's always there encouraging.
0: Mm-hmm. He's
1: there, and he's just kind of behind the scenes almost.
0: Right. Yeah. He doesn't we need, need some of those people. Well, I tell you what, those are the ones that, that make things happen. Right. There is no doubt. You and I are sitting here in front of a camera, but there's hours and hours and hours behind a camera Absolutely. that happen with setup and editing to get the finished product that you guys get to watch. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's so much more going on, and, and so and, and that kind of reminds me that the, you know the
1: story that Paul tells about. You know, we're all different parts of the body, yeah. And and each part does its thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we 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 look at, oh man, I can't, I could never be like Paul and go out and preach. No, you you don't have to be. Right. You need to be that encourager or whatever whatever part you've got to be. Mm-hmm. You be that. And Barnabas did his job well.
0: That's exactly. Obviously. Right. It, for for some, there's going to be that that mouthpiece. Sure. And but then there's some that are going to be the ones that. Come up after everybody leaves uh, at night and locks the door and turns out the light. Right. It, those are the guys. Right.
1: Uh, it's it's just like when we when we play music up here, the sound man is the one that makes it
0: sound good. Whoo.
1: We couldn't you, do it without them.
0: And you don't think about them until all of a sudden your mic doesn't work. Right. Then everybody's looking back.
1: <laughs> right. And I, so so there's a lot of things we, we we need to take an example from Barnabas.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know. The, and encouraging is easy. Oh, it doesn't take... No, exactly. It's not hard. It's it's happy birthday. Right. I, I get I get two texts every day from people that say, I prayed for you today. That's awesome. I love you. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. You know, those, those things like that mm-hmm. go so far to speak life. And Barnabas saw the opportunity to speak that life. And he knew... He saw it in two areas. He saw, okay, we've got a big thing happening here in Antioch. And... I know a guy that this is going to be good for. Mm-hmm. And they're going, to, they're going to be good for him. These Gentiles are going to be great for this Hebraic Jew, a Hebrew of Hebrews, so that right. he can learn some things. So he pulls them into the situation, and what ends for a year they stay there. And as you read the rest of Acts, there is a shift in the center of the launching point of Christianity. Uh, It launched from Jerusalem, but very quickly after this, there's a launching point from Antioch Mm -hmm. because that's where the first and the second uh, missionary journeys were launched from. Mm -hmm. And Antioch became that place, a a hub of Christianity in the northwest, um, second to Jerusalem. And then it would move to Ephesus, and then it would move... Further over, as as Christianity Christian circles grew, it just became further and further and further, and historically, still happening to that. Sure. So Barnabas was a great guy. There are other things uh, that we see about him, um, but really, I think for us, the challenge, the take home, is is to be a Barnabas, right? Uh, to to be those ones that uh, that encourage other people. To trust the story. Mm-hmm. What's the Lord doing here? I wish I could figure this out. Just trust the story. Mm-hmm. Just go with it. Mm-hmm. Just share Jesus. Stay here a year with me in Antioch, amongst all these Gentiles that are hearing about Jesus. And let's 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 just get roll our sleeves up and get to work. And but I think also in that is being a Barnabas is never never underestimate the power of our works. Absolutely, and speaking life and other people, uh, I was privileged to speak a few words um, at Robert's funeral, mm-hmm. and those few words paled in comparison to the many words that he spoke oh, to I, so yeah. many people yeah. um, in the in the that will never be forgotten. Um, one of my mentors and, and yours as well was a guy named Bill Smith, um, and he was gotten. Later in life, and physically was failing. Um, it was difficult, but he still was able to to make some phone calls and call people and encourage them. Mm-hmm. And and he actually one a few people have said that uh, he left they weren't there to answer the call, but he left a voicemail, and they still they still have the voicemail. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. And it was very important because those those encouraging things mean a lot. The other is, I think one from Barnabas, is have a heart for those who are down and need a voice. It's mm-hmm. the way of Jesus. It was the way of Barnabas mm-hmm. in, in giving mercy. Um, and and I think for us, and I think what we share with you guys in, in asking you to share your story, when you share your life with others, you're, you're encouraging others to trust the story.
1: Oh, yeah. Y'all have way better stories than I do, I can promise you.
0: Well, and it, it becomes a it becomes one of those. And it you, is encouraging when you hear that. It is. It yeah. really is. And and you look at people's life and when when we live our life for the Lord Jesus Christ in this crazy world, people look at it and say, you know what? That's I want to live. That that's an encouraging thing. I want to I want to emulate that. I want to follow that example. So that is our challenge. Encourage other people to trust the story. We do that by living our life for the Lord Jesus Christ and speaking life to others. Trust that's the right. Story. Trust the story.